All right, so welcome, welcome, welcome to our third episode, still week one prep. We're going to prep Sunday's games. I am your host, Tamara, and this is... Tony James, the fantasy sage. I love when you say it like that. (laughs) And we are your host for Fantasy Binge. You can find us on Twitter, at Fantasy Binge, on Instagram, at Fantasy underscore Binge. Um, You can listen to the iPod on iTunes, uh, also on SoundCloud, and of course you can visit us at YouTube and actually see the video of us not looking, we've decided, at the camera. (laughs) So um, here's what I'm going to say. I just want to talk about Thursday's game. So we had Green Bay against Chicago, and if uh, you guys remember correctly, Anthony said... That Green Bay was going to score 100 points and Chicago was going to score man, like... I was excited for football to come back. Uh-huh, I, thought, uh-huh. I was jaded by the over-under set by Vegas. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a great high-scoring affair. Everybody's going to... Then, like, as soon as the game started, I thought, this is the number one defense in the league. <laughs> so, clearly, this is going to be a lower-scoring game. See, I had, I had to put my football analysis hat back on and get out of excitement. Okay. Because even I said, what, 17-13? And even I was way... I thought it was going to be great. But you know what a surprise the surprise was? No, but I'm sure you're about to tell me. How good Green Bay's defense was. Okay. That was a huge, huge surprise. If they play like that all season, they need to do something with that offense. They got (laughs) to figure that out. I don't know what the hell was going on in the first half, what Aaron Rodgers was doing, what Matt LaFleur was calling... I have no idea, but if that defense can stay together and Aaron Rodgers can pick it up a bit, they're going to be pretty dope. You think they're Super Bowl bound? I think uh, it remains. To be. Okay. I need a couple more. Well, games I know I know I you can, were excited for football to start, that. so I thought maybe you were. I'm getting back into the reality of things. Okay, so Thursday I learned something new that apparently I missed in preseason, okay. which is there was a rule change yes. on what quarterbacks are allowed to do to try to get yes. the defense to jump off sides. Yes. Apparently you can't snap, clap, shake, make yes. any wild gesture right. <laughs> to, try to, to try to draw the defense off sides. Right. And the first thing I said was, well, that's all Aaron Rodgers does, so what is he going <laughs> to do now? And you'd mentioned... Kyler Murray in preseason had gotten a couple penalties. I didn't realize. Yeah, and really, it's it's a signal that's used to to let your line know that the play clock is because they're not looking up. Okay. You can see the play clock from wherever you are on the field as the quarterback, so they don't know it's ticking down three, two, and he's give me the ball, give me the ball, Uh so they know to snap it. So it it helps to draw teams offside, but that's not the general purpose. Oh, now that's, that's what, what that's what the that's what the officials decided was happening because of that. And so now it's against the rules. So now it's against the rules. Something else that happened on Thursday that forced us into uh, debate, I'm not gonna say cause an argument, mm. is this offensive pass interference call. Now Oh, come on. If the NFL allowed me to show reproduce video, I would cut it in at this point. It was clearly, but since I can't, it was clearly an offensive pass. It was not offensive Listen, pass interference. If we're both backing up against to the ball, the ball's coming, and I put my hand on your back, I just I put, I'm just putting my hand no, on your back for stability, no, just yeah. to know where no, I am no, in no, space, no, to know I'm no, not too close to no. you. He did not push off. That's he did not create separation. He created just enough distance between him and the, and the defender to be able to go up and get the ball. That's all that matters. Like in basketball, in order to determine who last touched the ball before it went out of bounds, mm-hmm. they look at did the basketball change trajectory and where it was going. And he didn't he didn't push off, he didn't push him and now he's going in a different direction. If I'm moving backwards and you stop me from He moving didn't stop backwards. him. Yes he did. No he didn't. Doesn't matter. It was called and I'm right. That's all that matters. Oh for once. What happens? Uh, all right, so that was Thursday. Let's just kind of talk about how Devontae Adams looked. Um, talk about how Mitch Trubisky we Ugh. Trubisky looked. Look. Um, I want to talk about well Trey Burton didn't play. We talked about that before right. Thursday's night right. Thursday night's game. But I also want to just kind of touch on uh, Tariq Cohen 
We didn't see any um, um, David it, Montgomery, really. Yeah, he was out there. It looks like there's going to be a timeshare between uh, Mike Davis and David Montgomery, and I said that in the Thursday preview. Mm -hmm. Be concerned about what role Mike Davis is going to play in the offense. And it looked pretty split. Now, granted, this was a game where I think they were even surprised by Green Bay's D. And they only ran the ball 15 times, only 15 carries. Okay. That entire game. Now, Cohen got zero of those 15 carries. Okay. So it's very important to understand what I said last show. He is strictly going to be the pass catching back. Okay. He's not going to be used in the backfield hardly at all, unless there's an injury, some all that will change. But it looks like a pure timeshare between Davis and Montgomery. Okay. So that's, you know, that that tilts the fantasy value. Quite All right. Way. So that's something that we'll probably look at more after next week. I mean, and, and really once we get this first and second week of seeing everyone play right. and what the teams are going to do, we'll have a better understanding of what value certain players will yep. have uh, on your roster. Right. All right. So let's get into breaking news. Well, I thought, well we were going to talk about some people. Oh, yeah. I, I ran down a lot of people. But, <laughs> but you said we're going to talk about them, then we didn't talk about them. Okay, so what do you think about <laughs> So them? Mitch looked terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, it, he doesn't blame it on pre, not having preseason reps. I blame it on not having preseason reps. You're not playing at game speed. You're not in real situational football, and it showed. Looked really, really bad out there. Allen Robinson, clear number one yeah. target in the offense. 102 yards, I believe seven receptions for yeah. 102. And had an opportunity for a touchdown. Mitch missed a bunch of people that were wide open. Um, they'll work out those kinks. Allen Robinson will be fine. Taylor Gabriel only had two receptions. That looked ick. On the other side of the ball, Jimmy Graham caught a lucky touchdown. Uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers threw that up. Let's be honest. <laughs> and he went back to his, his power forward days playing in college, and he jumped up and he snatched it out of the air. I wouldn't put too much stock in Jimmy Graham at the tight end position. But I said, let's see how they use the tight That's end. True. He had three receptions. So, uh, still, he's, what, he's touchdown dependent. Let's put it like that. Okay. If he scores a touchdown, great. You got nine fantasy points this week. If he doesn't score a touchdown, you're probably looking at three receptions for 50-something yards and a terrible fantasy day. Rodgers looked a little bit stifled in the new offense. As far as Jones and um, Devontae Adams are concerned, I don't think I would be concerned with their production. Again, they were playing the number one defense in the league. Okay. It's going to look a lot different in the games going forward. Okay. So so I keep starting those guys. I know it didn't work out this week. It'll work out going forward. All right. Now we can move on. Okay. So I want to talk about um, – well, first I'm looking at Green Bay's schedule moving forward. I want to see what their schedule looks like. Uh, so next week they play the Vikings. After that they play the Broncos. The last weekend of the month they play the Eagles. Another good defense in the Vikings, but a lot less than the Bears. Um, so we'll see that offense open up quite a bit against the Vikings. Plus, I think they'll be on the field a lot because I don't believe in uh, Minnesota's offense a lot this year. But that mm -hmm. remains to be seen, especially if Stephon Diggs is hurt. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. All right. Okay, so now breaking news. Oh, gosh. Julio Jones. Paid. $66 million three-year contract extension, 64 of it Do guaranteed. signing. Uh, now, I did not even realize that Julio had a contract issue well, until a couple days ago. was like, yeah. oh, well, I, I hope I'll be on the field for week one. Wait a minute. Are you not going? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, no, it, 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 they brushed on it throughout the offseason. They didn't talk about it much. He figured the day was going to come. Then we saw Tyreek Hill get paid mm -hmm. the other day. That kind of set the market. Tyreek got three years, 54 mil, 35 guaranteed. Mm -hmm. You got to pay Julio more than Tyreek. Do you? Yeah. His, you his foot's going to get hurt. He's going to get turf toe or whatever. Yeah, but we got to consider him. the off-the-field stuff, too. And, and a lot of people were surprised that Tyreek Hill got the deal that he did. But the fact that he got 54 mil, they knew, all right, we got to do better than that with Julio. Otherwise, it's not going to fly. And they did. They did fine. You know, three or 66, I think at the end of that three, he'll be, I don't know if he'll be a Falcon after that or if he'll be playing football after that. Well, as of uh, us recording this show, there's still no news about Dak, even though uh, the Cowboys are and Z uh, Dak's team yeah. are confident. Yeah. 
that sometime between now and tomorrow morning, <laughs> there will be an agreed upon contract. They're actively working on it. Uh, and then, of course, was there anything else in news uh, that you wanted to talk about? Alshon Jeffries contract got restructured. Oh, yeah. So his money got shifted. Uh, basically, the $11.7 million he was due this year got shifted to guaranteed money. Okay. Um, so he essentially got it as a signing bonus, which makes the 11.5 that's due next year pretty much guaranteed money. So he's good for the next two years. I believe it's a three-year deal total. Um, so he's going to be an eagle for some time. All right. That should make you happy solid. if you have him in your lineup. He's not going to have any ill will or discontent over there in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah he'd be good. Anything else big happen today? I just can't. Um, I don't know. Breaking news, he's not going to play. Breaking news, he's going to play. Breaking, Breaking news, news, he's sorry. He's Hashtag Breaking, my fault. Breaking Hashtag wasn't an argument. Hashtag Breaking I didn't call news. him a cracker. I, I would never that. say that. Breaking news. Now I'm a patriot. Yeah. Like uh, Antonio Brown. You know, I said hey. it in the last show. I, the more that I think about it, the more that I think what I said earlier, like, really reigns true. Like, I just watched a video on Facebook where, like, when he got the call uh-huh. that he was being let go, he hangs up the phone. He's at home. <laughs> hangs up the phone, screams at the top of his lungs, runs out into his backyard, cheering, yeah, I'm free, free like free. an eagle, calls his grandma, mom, I'm free, they let me go. So super excited. You didn't do anything in Oakland for you to feel all this joy. Right. The helmet thing, not our fault. We don't care what helmet you play for. Just get your ass out there and catch a ball. Come on, man. Oh, you can't because you burned the, the, the skin off the bottom of your feet in a cryogenic chamber. French ice. Is different from American ice. American ice. Yeah, I, I figured. <laughs> and now you're gonna act like being in Oakland for two months was the worst thing that ever could have happened to you. Yeah, and they, they had to let him go, right? Because they initially it was like, okay, we're gonna fine him the 215 grand. We're gonna take away his 29 million in guaranteed money, and he's gonna his basically if he decides to stay, it'll be week to week. He's got to earn his money week to week, and any issue that he has throughout the season, we can just cut him. Um, they and both, but, they but, both, both sides of this of this deal were ready for the oh other yeah. one to call it quits. Oh Nobody yeah. want. They were playing chicken. Like Absolutely. who's gonna be the one yeah. to mess it up? The caveat was if he was still on the roster by 4 p.m. Eastern today mm-hmm. as an active player, then he would have had grounds to stand on to fight for his Garrett. Like it makes it, it makes the contract like active uh-huh. if you will so they had to do something and they cut him and they cut him yeah and now and now the two hours later <laughs> i swear i swear the more i think about it bill was that this they've been talking about this you know antonio if you you need a home over here in new england we, we got, got you. you we got you, we, Just you know, subtle we nudge take, we take problems over subtle here nudge. they keep things in-house very good over there in <laughs> new england there's a subtle so nudge. what did he get in new england uh, I uh, didn't write down the numbers, but I one believe year, it was one year, fifteen million, nine guaranteed, nine guaranteed um, and he's gonna get that at signing. There's another million that's worked in there some kind of way, and then there's five million dollars built in in incentives. So all of this is to say that if you have Antonio Brown, hopefully he didn't make any drastic moves this morning. Keep him on your roster. He can't play in week one, so you will not see him out right. playing tomorrow. But right. I'm sure. You'll hear about him in practice. We'll talk about him in our next episode and see where he's at over in uh, New England. And I'm sure you'll see him out on the field next week. And, and so this everybody that I offer to trade, no thank you for not taking it. I was planning for the panic. I offered every Antonio Brown. Now, I told y'all last time I'm in 12 leagues. Every Antonio Brown uh, owner got a trade offer from me this morning. As soon as they cut him, I was like, hey, guys. Oh, over oh here. I don't know why I keep yawning. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. So, any other breaking news we want to talk about? Uh, no, nothing too relevant. So, you had mentioned to me in our show prep that you want to have a segment, which we did in the last two seasons of Fantasy Big, yeah. where we talk about injuries. And as so of right long. now, there's not a lot of injuries, and you're right. We talk about how it always takes a lot of time for us to discuss important injuries. Right. Uh, we change the segment a little bit to only talk about who we think is fantasy relevant for the people in our leagues and for the people who might be watching. And even still, it felt 
felt like injuries took a long time. So while we're still working on it, one of the comments you made is you don't want it to be in or out or, you know, who's hurt, who's playing, who's not. I don't want it to be called that. So what I thought about, what'd you think about? Well, what'd you think about? Let's do the ideas right now. Okay, Okay, so what I thought was the injury minute. And the, okay. in, the injury minute is where I'm going to run down. Like, I got a list right now. Okay. Where I'm going to run down the list of people, say whether they were a full participant or whatever their participation okay. status was on Friday, and whether I think they're going to be in or out. Okay. So, I love your idea, and now I don't want to say my idea. Because <laughs> my idea was like, are you hurt or are you hurt, hurt? So, if you're, if you're hurt, you're still going to play. But if you're hurt, hurt. But that, that's actually, actually really, I love, I love, injury minute just came to me. Okay, I love injury I, minutes. I like, so that, bam, right there. We've decided we're going to run down the next injury minute. So, go okay, ahead. So, maybe we, we might have to do both of those. Not today. Not like, we'll do today. the injury minute this time, but we might have to work that in. I really like that idea. All right. All injury right. minute. Wait, do I time it? Oh, I think I'm going to go over. I'm going to try not to. Okay, let me set the timer. We'll see how uh, the injury minute goes for this first time around. Oh, I got a long list. Okay. So I'm going to say the name, whether they were full, partial, or out. Okay. So it'll be like OBJ, full, in. Okay, so the, so the full uh, is, is their participation, the participation status in practice. Okay. in practice on Friday. Okay, on Friday. On Friday. All right, ready? Go. All right, Odell Beckham Jr., full in. Nick Foles, full in. Marquise Lee, full in. Uh, Hollywood Brown plays for the Baltimore Ravens, in case you didn't know. Rookie did not practice. I don't think he's going to play. Julio Jones, limited practice. He's going to play. His name is Contoris, yeah, we found by the that way. Uh, Stephon Diggs, hamstring, limited. I think he'll play. Robbie Anderson, limited, in. Jordan Reed, limited, out, concussion protocol. Alshon Jeffrey, full in. Funches, full in. DK Metcalf, full in. Amari Cooper, full in. Dante Pettis, full in. Cameron Brake, full in. Mike Evans did not practice illness. We don't know what the illness is. He has the flu. So I would watch it Sunday morning. And Kiki QT, limited participant, I think he's going to play. Oh, you still have like 18 seconds to go. So you did good. I like the injury a minute. And that was a long list. That's it, what that I thought was, was a long, long list. list. That is a long list. All I'm going to say is uh, Jordan Reed does exactly what Jordan Reed does, which is he gets a concussion it's and then doesn't play. so frustrating. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure it's frustrating for him. We're talking about it in fantasy terms, but that dude has had seven concussions since college. Honestly, I'm concerned for his mental health and well-being after he's in the league. Now he's going to be out here running around complaining about helmets in a minute. (laughs) There's another guy that's got mental health issues. He's going to come to uh, training camp in a hot air balloon with frozen feet (laughs) and then complain about how his helmet, he can't see, and it it hurts right here. It hurts. It hurts hurts right here. It's it's like I got a hickey right here. I got a knot. You feel it? You feel it? Yeah, Yeah, I feel it. You feel it? Yeah. Shout out to AB. Oh, my gosh. He loves it, so, I mean, he shouldn't have a problem. The more we talk about him, the more money he gets. I'm sure that's how that works. Yeah. All right, so now let's talk about uh, do games. Do a rundown? Yep, we'll do a rundown of games this Sunday. All right, so just to, just to kind of set this up, generally I go into more detail mm-hmm. on the game previews, but uh, this first week, it's kind of we kind of really don't know. We didn't get to see a lot in the preseason. There mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of first team offenses out there, so there's a lot of gray area in some of the predictions that I have. And there's going to be certain things that I just need to see how they shake out in week one before I can really say what I think about the offenses that we're seeing. Also, I got some feedback. Turns out some people don't like a long podcast, so I'm trying to keep us on That's on true. schedule and, and 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 keep it under 30 minutes. And sorry, guys, it's hot out here. I know. <laughs> no, you guys see us wiping. We can't turn it's... the air conditioner on or the fan on while we're recording because then we'll have background noise. It's too loud. Up, so. It's too loud. In Anyhow, the meantime, grab me a Bud Light orange. Oh my gosh! Not a sponsor of the show. We are trying to make this a family-friendly podcast. It is. Their dads all drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Grant Hill drinks Sprite, so. <laughs> All right, so we talked about Thursday's game already. Uh, I think I had that one. You did. Mm-hmm. I said I said the Bears were going to win. They did not pull it off. Um, they could have several times, but, you know. All right, so let's talk about the first lineup, the first game. Not the first game, but one of the first games tomorrow morning, the Chiefs against the Jaguars. So we're looking at Tyreek Hill. We're looking at Pat Mahomes. We're looking. We're not looking at Kareem Hunt. Not till week nine. 
Um, <laughs> we're looking at. Uh, doesn't play for them anymore. Plays for Cleveland. Oh, I forgot about that. So Damian Williams, Travis Kelsey, <laughs> all those guys. All right. <laughs> and Kareem Hunt is who you're talking about. That's uh, what I said. I thought you said Tyreek Hill, my bad. All yeah, right. I, well, Tyreek Hill, yeah. We're going to be talking about him. So this game has a 52-point over-under. I uh, can see that. It's going to... All right, so that, I'm gonna just gonna I'm gonna we're gonna say the game, the matchup. I'm gonna give you the over under. The game is in Jacksonville. Okay. Uh, a bit of what I can remember from last season, if these teams faced off, and then who I think you should start and sit. Um, Jacksonville was the only team last year that held Pat Mahomes to zero touchdowns. Uh, as far as throwing touchdowns yes. or zero running pass, touchdowns well, or just no, no touchdowns. touchdowns, he didn't throw any touchdowns. He didn't rush any touchdowns. I believe Kansas City won the game. So uh, they win it off of field goals? Uh, running play. Running. And running touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but he didn't throw any touchdowns. So that's a big deal. I don't know what Jacksonville's defense is going to look like, but they have a lot of the same players with a much better quarterback. So okay. I think they're going to look great this year. Um, on the Jacksonville side of the ball, I would start Nick Foles. I would start D.D. Westbrook. Um, as for Leonard Fournette, I know, right? I'm not sure about him. When he came to me in a lot of draft boards – I had to pass him up. Mm-hmm. I had to pick up a Damian Williams or pick up an Aaron Jones or somebody else that was somewhere around that same tier because I'm just not sure about his health. And they use him so much. Now that Blake Bortles is gone, we might see a little bit less of a workload. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just not sure about his health. So I need to see it. I have certain guys in the middle circled that I'm just like, if you drafted them, you drafted them in the first or second round, you're going to start them. Right. But as far as what I think, I, I'm – I'm on the fence about what his production is going to be this season. Kansas City side of the ball. I would start Damian Williams. I would start Travis Kelsey. I put a question mark around Mahomes only because of that stat that I read earlier. But, of course, if you drafted Mahomes, don't get cute. Start Patrick Mahomes. Just know that this is a team that put a hold on him last year. Also, you know Travis Kelsey likes black girls. (laughs) What? He does. I also put a circle around Tyreek Hill. Okay. The reason for that is because, again, this defense is dope, and their top corner is going to be the one that's covering Tyreek Hill. That's probably going to open things up for Kelsey, and that's probably going to open things up for some of the other fast receivers that they have on the team that we don't know if are fantasy relevant or not, so they went undrafted. Okay. Um, I would sit um, Sammy Watkins, and I would sit LaShawn McCoy. Only reason for that, yes, he's played with Andy Reid in the past. We all know that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, this is a different offense. And he just got there. And so he's got to get accustomed to how things run in this offense. Not to say that he won't have a role at all, but I do think it will be a very limited role in this first game. All right, so let's move on to the Falcons and the Vikings. Did we do a who do you think is going to win? Oh, Kansas City. All right. Uh, Falcons and Vikings, also a morning game tomorrow. All right. Atlanta in Minnesota. The game is in Minnesota, 48 point over under. Um, For Atlanta, I, I don't, I know Minnesota has a decent run defense, right? Which scares me away from Devontae Freeman in his first game, real game action back from the injury. Okay. Um, so I would sit Freeman now that I'm thinking about it. I'd kind of more put him in the middle and just see how he plays when he gets that first real hit. Uh, I want to see how he comes back from that. I would also sit Austin Hooper. I would start Matt Ryan. I would start Julio Jones. He's always injured. Yeah. I joke, but Julio is going to play. If he's on the field, he's going to produce. Now, he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. We hope to see an uptick in touchdowns this year, but the dude will catch five for 170 yards, you know, eight or nine for 100. If you have him in a PPR league, even if it's only half points, it's going to be beautiful. Your production is going to be nice. On Minnesota's side of the ball, um, I'm not sure about Stephon Diggs' health. Uh, He's going to play, I think. But I don't know if I would start Stephon ha- Diggs. He has a hamstring injury, so even if he plays that, he's not going to be. Action. He's not going to be at full speed. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side of that, definitely start Adam Thielen, start Dalvin Cook, start Kirk Cousins. Um, you like that? Sit Kyle Rudolph. I don't know if anybody was even starting Kyle Rudolph. But I was just in case you. But got- let me tell you why. Because I had Trey Burton. Who was hurt? So I just picked up Kyle Rudolph just to get Trey Burton off my uh, roster, mm-hmm. and then I have till tomorrow to figure things out. 
Okay. I don't know what's going to happen because there are not a lot of tight ends in that well, league. Maybe because I'll... apparently people draft two and three tight ends. No. I don't know where they're getting all this bench space for these tight ends to be sitting. Well, some people like to start a second tight end. If you have a flex that also allows tight ends, some people like to start a tight end. Unless I have flex. one of the, unless I have two of the trifecta, I'm not starting two <laughs> tight ends. <laughs> all right. Uh, I say Atlanta wins that game. And they're in Minnesota. In Minnesota. All right. Uh, do they have a they have a dome. Uh, Minnesota has a dome. But it's not cold enough yet in Minnesota. Yeah. I don't know. Climate change, so <laughs> it could be cold right now. It's hot in California. So. Is it the uh, is it the hurricane going there? After it hits Alabama? <laughs> yeah, after Alabama. After Alabama? Yeah. Okay. That's what, Hold that's on. Where's what my Sharpie? I'll, I'll, <laughs> sh- I'll show you the, the, yeah, the prediction. That's what I thought. Uh, okay, so also tomorrow morning, we've got the Titans and the Browns. Okay. Tennessee and Cleveland. That's right. Well, Marcus Mariota, that's my man. Uh, sure. I, you okay. know, if you like it, I guess I'd love it. You know, Chantel I had Marcus Mariota two seasons ago, and he balled out for her. I don't know what magic oh. she was able to put on balled him. Balled out? Is yes. The... No, don't make me go back to two seasons I ago. I pulled that up while I talked through this. I need to see what those numbers were, because I don't believe he's ever balled out, per se. <laughs> All right. It's game is in Cleveland, 46 and a half point over under, and finally we get to see what this Cleveland offense is about to be. I believe the Cleveland defense has what it takes to be great. This offense has a lot of wonderful pieces, and we're going to see if they can actually put it together. Now, uh, okay, sorry, here we go. I'm thinking of the 2016 season. Uh, 34, uh, a little bit over 3,400 yards, 26 touchdowns. Okay. That yeah. was decent. I want to yeah, say that I was remember, second year. I remember Chantel had him, and it was like, oh, wait, is he a quarterback <laughs> we have to look out for? <laughs> Turns out, no. 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 No, he looks so suspect. Yeah, the last two seasons he's averaged, uh, and, well, in 2017, 3,200 yards, 13 touchdowns. Ooh. And in 2018, 2,500 yards, 11 touchdowns. Now he got hurt last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there, he only played a fraction of the games, but even still, it looked really bad. They were relying heavily on the run. Um... This was actually a very easy game for me to put together on Tennessee side of the ball. The only person I would feel comfortable starting is Delaney Walker. Okay. I wouldn't start. Uh, uh, we were just talking about. Oh, Marcus Mariota. I wouldn't start Marcus Mariota. I wouldn't start uh, their running back Derrick Henry. Mm. I wouldn't start Corey Davis. Mm. I wouldn't start. I wouldn't start. In 2017, I had Corey Davis, and he was crap. And then last season, for some reason, I was like, well, maybe Corey Davis will prove me wrong, and he did. I want him to be good. He's actually a good player. I just think Mar- Mariota's poor play is uh, is is um, lending itself to his poor production, mm, mm-hmm. right? So. I'd stay away from him until he switches teams or until they switch quarterbacks. This is a good point, and sometimes you can't just look at the wide receiver. Yep. You have to look at who's throwing them the ball and if something happened to them. Absolutely. You know, if the if the quarterback they have a good rapport with gets hurt, they're out of the game, then that can severely limit the production right. on your wide right. receiver. And so. that's one of the things, like we talked about Jacksonville earlier, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that's going to change dramatically, right? We all knew D.D. Westbrook was great, but he hasn't had – uh, he's had Blake Bortles. You think his real name is Dee Dee? Probably. Uh, DeAndre or... I don't know. <laughs> so I said start Delaney Walker. Don't start anybody else on that offense. Okay. And on the flip side, I'd start everybody in, in Cleveland. I'd start Baker, OBJ, Landry, Njoku, Chubb. I'd start them all. I think they're going to blow Tennessee out of the water. Now, people did say that Tennessee... I, they did have a decent mid, middle range defense last year, and I mm-hmm. think they're going to do more of the same. Problem is, they're going to be on the field so much. They're going to be pooped by the time they get around to the second half. Just a little fun fact. Apparently, the amount of people who are wondering if Dee is his real name are also wondering if him and Russell Westbrook are uh, related in some way. Ah. So I'm going to have to find this out. Alright. So, uh, is going to win. Clearly, Cleveland is going to take that one all the way to the bank. There was a rumor that they were cousins. Turns out they are not cousins. So I'm glad to settle that dis- argument for anyone who happens Thank to be you watching for that. right now. Thank you for that. Where are we going next? We uh, So our next uh, game, uh, sorry, I was looking up if Didi is his real name or not. <laughs> uh, so we've got the Bills and the Jets. Where am I at? Buffalo and the Jets. <laughs> this game is actually going to be interesting to me. Um, I'm excited to watch it, 
because I think both of these teams are going to take a big step forward this season. I love Josh Allen. I love Sam Darnold. Both of these young quarterbacks are up and coming. Um, they do need some better receivers mm. in in Buffalo, mm-hmm. and I think the Jets have the potential to make the playoffs this year. All right. So his name is Decrete. That's what, that's, Dick, Dick Rick? That's why they call him D. Dick Rick Deshaun. I, that, yeah, I wouldn't tell. Any, people would be tearing your okay, name up. Okay, I'm sure. I'm, and usually I'm good with names. Okay, D-E-C-R-I-C-K. Dick Rick. Dick Rick. Yeah. I hate that. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> Dick Rick no Deshaun West. No diss, Dee Dee. Might be yeah, a family name. It could D. be one of those things, stick but I, I rock with Dee Dee. All right, um, so you were just saying how Buffalo has no one able to catch a ball over. It's it's not it's not that they don't have anybody. They got John Brown, they have Zay Jones, and they have Cole Beasley. Oh, right. Yeah, they don't so have they, anybody. That's their receiver core now. But all those guys are notable receivers. You just don't have anybody there that stands out as like the guy. You're right. You, you know what I mean? Those are all names we know. Um, I literally have. I said I would start Josh Allen. Uh, sorry, forty-one and a half. 41 point over under. On Buffalo's side, I said I would start Josh Allen, and I literally have everybody else in the middle. Mm. Gore, Singletary, and all those three receivers I just named. I don't know what that offense is going to look like. I think it has the potential to look good, but I'm not sure. Um, on the Jets side of the ball, uh, the more that I looked into this, the more I realized, okay, they have a decent defense, and they really only have a few offensive players that are really worth noting. Their tight end, that's Hernan, or uh, I can't think of his name. I believe it's Hernan, is suspended for the first few games of the season. Mm-hmm. And so I said to start Darnold, Sam Darnold, start Le'Veon Bell, and start um, Robbie Anderson. There's nobody else really of note to talk about on that offense. Uh, with that said, I believe the Jets are going to take it. Mm, Jets tight end. Ryan Griffin. No. Daniel Brown. Sure. Well, that's what they have in their... On their depth chart? Yeah. They don't have T.E. in more than one. Uh-huh. But... Okay, keep going. We're on TV. Okay. <laughs> so, Jets are going to win. We need to go to the next game. All right. So, the next game that we're going to be looking at is... Da-da-da. I need a two iPads working here. Griff. Ravens and the Dolphins. <laughs> All right, what about them Ravens? You have your phone out here next time. I know. Well, well my phone is out here. It's recording us. Oh, that's right. Hi, hi world. <laughs> uh, Ravens, Dolphins. My goodness. Now, I'm surprised that this is such a low over/under. I'm not. The Ra- Let the Ravens tell it. They're about to light the world on fire That's with this. That's what they said last season. Well, they didn't come out and say that they had this brand new creative offense that nobody's ever seen, and it's okay. going to take the league by storm. Okay. Right? Like, that's the claim. So, 37 and a half point over under. I'll definitely take the under on that. I would take the over because I think Baltimore is going to go ham bone. Against the Dolphins. On these boys. On the Dolphins, I literally said start nobody. Yeah, who do they have? There's there? nobody They've to got, play. What's his name with the knees that I'll never? Uh, that's why I'm looking it up. Sorry. They have Kenyon Drake. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Kalen Balage is their two running backs. Although they just lost Kenny Stills. On a couple leagues, I okay. Go ahead. They just lost. Just Kenny lost Stills. Kenny Stills. Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting at quarterback. Oh, He's pretty good at making people relevant. That I feel bad for Josh Rosen. Arizona got him for one year, traded him over there. He's thinking he's going to be able to start fresh in a new city. Uh-huh. Here comes the old guy from Tampa Bay, uh-huh. stealing his starting job again. You never know. <laughs> Wherever Fitz like, Magic plays, things happen. They have multiple quarterbacks. Look, man, so look things Rosen happen. Now they do to... still have Devontae Parker uh-huh. as a wide receiver there, but it's like we don't. We still, after like three seasons, don't know what Devontae Parker is. So. Is Brian Fitzpatrick and him going to hook up and make – and we didn't see anything in the preseason. There's a lot of speculation that they're just tanking this season to get a quarterback. Oh, they're sucking for luck? Suck for luck. Mm. Let's see how that worked out for Indianapolis. Um, On the Baltimore side of the ball, I said to start Lamar Jackson, to start Mark Ingram, and to start uh, Andrews, their tight end. Mm. 
Okay. That's definitely who I would start. Everybody else, I think the workload is going to be, I think the workload is going to be heavy, but I think it's going to be piecemeal. So there's not going to be one person that's going to get the iron share of the catches or the iron, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, the ball's going to be spread around quite a bit, which is why I'm like, I don't know who's going to get the touchdowns in that wide receiver core. Okay. So I've got to kind of see the target share this week. Uh, Baltimore is definitely going to win that game, no question. All right, next we have the Redskins and the Eagles. Washington, you hit a one whole page at the same time. Oh, nice. Um, Washington and Philadelphia. The game is in Philadelphia, 45.5 point over under. Mm. Um, Washington's side of the ball is fairly simple. I said sit everyone except for AP. <laughs> There's a question mark next to AP's name on okay. uh, paper. You get the gist, right? Yes, like, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Like, and maybe even sit him. Maybe. I, Josh Dotson? I, I, no. I don't know. Their tight end's not going to be out there. They've got a quarterback. They're not going with a rookie. Um, and, and it's just like, I don't I don't know. I, they're going to be terrible this year as well. Okay, what about the Eagles? Eagles, I think this is going to be another huge Super Bowl one for them. I think they're in the best mm-hmm. position in the NFC to get back to the Super Bowl. Uh, them and the Saints. Um, but I believe start Carson Wentz, start Zach Ertz, start Alshon Jeffrey. In the sit, I put everybody in the Eagles' backfield. They got like four running backs, mm-hmm. and nobody knows Who's going to do if Darren Sproles is going to have a role, if Wendell Smallwood's going to have a role, what role Jordan Howard is going to have. Nobody knows who's going to do what in that backfield. And, again, they didn't give us anything in the preseason. So it, I don't know. For now, let that shake out. If you have any of those guys, if you have to play them, fine. Play them. But hopefully you don't have Jordan Howard or Wendell Smallwood or, or any of that. Or that you have to play. There's a, a rookie there, too, that I can't remember. His name is escaping me. Um, that everybody's been high on, but I, I just don't. There's too many backs. Okay. And you know, Darren Sproles always has a role, and he'll steal a touchdown in a minute. Yeah. So you just you just don't know. Philly's gonna win that game easy. Last morning game, Rams against the Panthers. Last morning game, Rams. Most recent news about Todd Gurley is that he, he will not have be, any limitations. He will not be on a pitch count. Uh, Sean McVay, but see, here's the thing. Sean McVay also came out and said that in the playoffs. And then he came out and played early in the game and disappeared. Mm -hmm. And that screwed a lot of people over in their fantasy playoffs and in their Super Bowls. Um, so we, we, we have before, to see how the knee's going to do. Yeah, with Todd Gurley, you're taking a chance every week. Yeah. You're either going to get an RB1 or you're going to get somebody who yeah. had a flare-up yeah. and is sitting on the sidelines we, half the time. We never know. On a bike. We're never going to know. 50-point uh, over-under okay. in this game. Um, and I, I really think that speaks to the defenses on these teams. Uh, the offenses are both solid, and the defenses are kind of middle of the road. Um, so on Carolina's side of the ball, I think Cam's going to be great. He's ready to go. Of course, you're starting Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And the receiver of the two that I would start this week would be uh, Curtis Samuel. Okay. I would actually sit DJ Moore. We you talked about DJ him. Moore doesn't catch a touchdown. We talked about him a lot last year uh-huh. because he's kind of a chameleon. Mm-hmm. He was used in the run game. He was used on a bunch of weird end arounds. He was used on flea flickers. He's kind of that that Swiss I feel Army like you're knife. Saying a whole bunch of football words that no one cares. About. <laughs> he's, a, he's that Swiss Army knife of football players, okay. right? What that can also lead to is zero production. Yeah, like that can lead to if it's game script out and it's a shootout. There's no time for no cute business. Right, And when that happens, he's hitting his guys that he knows is going to come down with the catch. Now, with that said, Funches is gone. With Funches now in Indianapolis, that does open up the door for him to become just one of the guys. Okay. But I haven't seen him produce as one of the guys yet. It's always been on some trickery. So <laughs> I, think, I think Curtis Samuel is, is the more sure wide receiver okay. in this offense. I would sit Greg Olson. I would sit DJ Moore. Okay. Um, and who do you think is going to win? Uh, I didn't circle that one. I got to go with the Rams just because they're the Rams. I on, might say the Rams, too. On that side of the ball, uh, start golf, start girly. And then I looked at the three receivers, and I had to pick one to sit. Why? Because I don't think all three of them are going to be able to produce. I think – Don't say um, Brandon Cooks. Don't say Brandon Cooks. That, is, Brandon that Cooks. is what I said. <laughs> I said. I said Brandon Cooks. I said just start Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Okay. Um, and I said, if I had to pick one of the three to sit, okay. it would be Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Cooks. Okay. 
<clears throat> and next, starting off the afternoon games, you've got the Colts and the Chargers. Colts, Chargers. Uh, I'll save you some time. They no longer have Andrew Luck. Really? Yeah. When did that happen? I don't know. Maybe about a week ago. Who's their quarterback? Uh, Jacoby Brissett. They just signed him to a two-year. Um, well, there's this guy who was playing behind Andrew Luck. Uh-huh. He's been there for a while. Okay. Um, his name is Jacoby Brissett. Oh. Uh, they just gave him, what, a two-year contract extension? Okay. I want to say $12 million. It was but- three. Oh, it was only three? It's three. No, it was three years. Oh, three years. I was going to say, oh, they got three. <laughs> oh, no, you know, it might have been two years. It might have been two years. I'll look it up. But two you years, tell me. $30 million or something like that. Oh, $30? That's low money for a quarterback. Quarterbacks are getting 20-something, 20-something mil a year. He's getting 15 mil a year. I believe it's two years, 30 mil. Um, you want to bet on that? Sure. Okay. Uh, You're right. Indianapolis. $20 million guaranteed. $20 million guaranteed. Uh, it's in L.A. Game is in L.A. at the Chargers. 44.5 point over under. Um, what did I say? Nobody until I see what this offense is. And that includes <laughs> Ebron, Brissett, Hines, Mack, Hilton, and Funches. So everybody. <laughs> stay away from everyone until Slow you start, see how this all falls down. Don't cut all these mugs with me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this offense is about to. All I remember is Jacoby Brissett, four and twelve. That's all I can remember. Is that's bad. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say I thought we looked up his stats though. No, we looked up his stats. He didn't win any games. Yes, his stats were fine, but he didn't win any games. He won four games that season. In 2017. Uh, whatever year it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he didn't win. A, he didn't win a lot of games. It was bad. Oh. So I, I really don't. I need to see it. Three thousand yards, thirteen touchdowns. Yeah, I need to see it. Oh. I need to see it before I trust it. Now, if Andrew Luck was starting, it'd be the exact opposite. I think this offense was going to be firepower. I said I thought this was the year Luck was going to make it to a Super Bowl, and that's all dead and gone. So I need to see it. Uh, Clearly, the Chargers are going to win, and on that side of the ball, I would start Rivers. I would start Austin Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. Okay. Um, I believe it's going to be a timeshare. Okay. But I also believe that they're both going to have fantasy worth. Um, so I, I think it may come down to who gets the touchdowns, but I, I think they're both going to have goal line work. Both of those guys can catch. Both of those guys can run in between the tackles. Both of those guys can easily replace Melvin Gordon's production. Okay. If you have either one of those guys, I believe they're safe to play. All right. Um, play them in your RB spot or in your flex spot? Uh, I Flex. Oh, Eckler, you'd play in a flex spot over? I have Eckler in my flex in okay. all the leagues that I have them. Um, this is where we need to do the our uh, I wouldn't take my own fantasy advice segment. <laughs> Mike Williams of the two receivers is the receiver that I would start. Okay. Keenan Allen always starts slow. And I think that's what people remember. People draft Keenan Allen. They put him in, in their starting lineup. And then for the first few weeks, he it's like produce. he's trying to get the training wheels off. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, it's slow. And then in the middle of the season, there's this big boom where you're happy with him. And okay. then it slows down again. Okay. Um, so Keenan Allen right now, I need to see what he's going to be in the offense. But he's still going to grab attention from the whatever the top cornerback is in Indianapolis. And so I think Mike Williams is going to have the higher production. All right. And he said Chargers are going to win that game? Chargers are going to win easy. Mm-hmm. I haven't disagreed with you much on any of these picks. I, I mean, yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to fill it. I'm gotta just gonna see. have to tomorrow, tomorrow once we settled in and yeah, start. Yeah, we gotta I'm see gonna have how to fill it. Shakes out. So exciting. all right, next afternoon game: Bengals and the Seahawks. Jeez, oh, uh-huh. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. The um, other orange team. Ay ay ay! I, you know, I, they're terrible. <laughs> They're going to be terrible with or without A.J. Green. Andy and Dalton. A.J. Green is out. So. And he's going to be out for at least four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you drafted him, hold on to him. No matter how bad the team is, somehow AJ Green this guy produces. produces. That's, that's Dalton's safety net. Okay. That's his safety net. He knows I can throw the ball up and A.J.'s going to go get it. And that's what gets A.J. all of his fantasy production. With that said, with him being out, I think Tyler Boyd, he automatically steps up to the one, mm-hmm. and there's some value in that, 
right? I would start him on that side of the ball and only him. I would not start Joe Mixon. And I would not, of course, start Andy Dalton. And I'm curious to see what version of Tyler Eifert we're going to get. There was a period of time. Tyler Eifert might be questionable. There he is. Okay. There was a period of time. They still have CJ Uzuma listed as tight end, the first tight end on the depth chart. But if Tyler Eifert's healthy, there was a period of time where he was right up there with yeah. Ertz and Kelsey, yeah. and and then he just became injury prone. If he can get back to that, I I'm uh, curious about your feelings on Joe Mixon and why you're hesitant to um, start him. Mainly because I like Seattle's run defense okay. this year. Um, and, again, that offense is, is not going to be on the field uh, very long. I think that defense is going to put the clamps on them. Okay. And so I, I just don't think he's going to have the opportunity to really break anything no, off. No, that sounds sounds uh, better than my what I was thinking. But also, <laughs> I'm just wondering because I know there's probably a lot of people out there where that's probably one of their top running backs. Yeah. And so yeah. they're going to probably be looking at him to have to yeah. produce for them. You know, there's certain offenses that I just, in the draft, and we didn't talk about this on the draft show, that I just kind of, or maybe we did, that I just kind of mm. tend to stay just away from. Drafted. Buffalo, usually Indianapolis, especially when Luck was iffy, Cincinnati. There's just certain offenses that I just feel like their quarterbacks don't produce enough for me to feel comfortable putting these guys in the game. Now, Joe Mixon was nice last year, Mm -hmm. but they had their full offense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they're going to be relying. They can stack the box now. They ain't got to worry about A.J. Green on the outside. They can stack the box. So He's going to have a hard time. Does this mean you think that Seattle's going to win? Oh, of course. (laughs) Yeah, and on that side of the ball, I would start Russell Wilson. I would start Chris Carson. I would start Tyler Lockett. Um, DJ Metcalf is is, is a, a wild card. He's the rookie wide receiver that got hurt. Uh, during training camp, but now he's back to full health and he's going to start. Now, kid is an amazing talent, um, but this is going to be his first real NFL game, and I don't know that. I don't know what he is yet. Okay. Right. So I so say sit cautious. DJ Metcalf if you were having that conundrum. Next afternoon game, the Giants and the Cowboys, in which we are confident Dak will be throwing to Amari Cooper and Zeke will be running all over. Yeah, so start both of those guys. Okay. Start Amari Cooper. Sit Jason Witten. And Michael Gallup I have in the middle. Okay. He is the clear two. That's been proven, right? But I just don't know yet. Okay. I don't know yet. The New York Giants, they have a decent run defense. But Ezekiel Elliott can also catch passes out of the backfield. So this is one of those situations I talked about in the last last, uh, episode where I could easily see having Ezekiel Elliott having more receptions than Michael Gallup. Okay. Like, I could see that happening, and and there's a world where that possibility could exist. If that happens, this is going to be one of those games. Okay. Um, And what about Games in Dallas, it's a 45-and-a-half point over under. On the New York Giants side of the ball, I would only start Saquon Barkley and Evan Ingram. I would sit Eli and Sterling Shepard. I've totally – this is a serious thing I'm about to say. Forgot that Eli Manning plays football. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? You know who else forgot? All the reporters. <laughs> Remember, I was telling you about that picture. No. Oh, there was a picture after one of the preseason games uh-huh. where Daniel Jones. Now, okay. remember, Daniel Jones was a dude that they picked at fourth overall, and ever the world went crazy. Who the hell's this kid? They should have oh, taken yeah. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude looked amazing in the preseason. <laughs> so after one of the games. All the reporters are surrounding Daniel Jones. He's okay. at the podium. And off to the side of the reporters putting his shoes oh on. God. I have to find it. It's picture. Eli Manning, and he's just sitting there off with his button-up shirt on. It's like somebody asked me something. Please, I, I can answer questions, too. I want two Super Bowls here. Don't forget about this guy. It was so sad. It was just one of the saddest oh. things I've ever seen in life. Oh. But it was great all at the same time. Yeah, that guy's still there. <laughs> All right, so who do you think you think he's going to win? Hell no. Okay, he's not so going to win. Dallas, easy money. All right, our, our uh, next afternoon game is uh, the Niners and the Bucks. Ooh. Whatever. 50 and a half point over under. This is going to be I don't, sh- I'll take the under on that. It's a battle of bad defenses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a shootout. This game's going to be a shootout. I, I think they're just going to run down the field on each other. And whoever gets the ball last is going to kick a field goal and win the game. So who would I play then if that's going to be the case? Um, on Tampa Bay side, I said start everyone. Mm-hmm. Chris Godwin, Mike mm-hmm. Evans, Jameis Winston. Uh, Evans 
Did we say he We was, don't know. If he's healthy, pay was attention he in, in the morning. Injury minute? Yes, he okay. wasn't he had an illness. That's why I said an undisclosed right, illness. Right. Is he sick or is he sick? Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Um so if he plays, keep an eye on that. Uh then definitely start him Jordan Howard and Peyton Barber. I'd start them all. Okay. And what about the Niners? 49ers side of the ball, I would start Garoppolo, Tevin Coleman, Kittle, and Marquise Goodwin. I would actually sit Matt Burita in this game and Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis, because I believe currently he's going to be the three. Uh-huh. Um, but they don't believe, and he's got good hands, but he can't keep the ball when he catches it. And that's the thing that they're very, oh very afraid gosh. of. Oh, gosh. Clearly, I need a shot. I don't know why I keep yawning. <laughs> um, so I would sit Pettis and Burita. Start the rest of those guys. I'm picking San Francisco just because I'm, it's, that's a homer pick. Mm-hmm. That's a pure homer pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to win. I San Francisco. Don't. I don't hate them. No. Hate is a strong word. But even I think that they're going to beat yeah, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I, I think they'll beat Tampa Bay. I think this is a swan song for Jameis. All right, we've got the Lions and the Cardinals. Oh, it's going to be another bad game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 46 and a half point over and under. The game is in Arizona. Um, Detroit's going to beat the snot out of Arizona. You think so? Their defense is terrible. I don't think everybody's going to get what they expect out of Kyler Murray uh, this season. I think he's going to struggle. And I think part of that reason is because the offensive line is really, really bad. So it turns out... I know that in the last episode I said I'm in four leagues. Mm -hmm. It's because I completely forgot about a fifth league that I was in because it's in another platform. (laughs) And it turns out that's the league with the super flex spot. Yes. And it turns out I have Matthew Stafford, who I'm putting in that super flex spot. Yeah. He's he's in my start section today. Um, And then you just joined a sixth. Yes. So now I'm going to be in six leagues. (laughs) So I'm half of what you're in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting up there. Uh, Arizona side of the ball, I would start David Johnson. That's it. That's it? On the other end, everybody else, I I sit Fitz, sit Murray, sit Christian Kirk. Okay. Sit those guys. Um, Detroit side of the ball, I would start Matthew Stafford, Carrion Johnson, Kenny Galladay. um, And I would sit... They're tight end. Jesse James. I have it written down here. I couldn't read my own. Because your, your handwriting is, that, is horrible. Is that James? Is that Jones? Who is that? Who is that? I'm like, I had to think about it. Okay, when I was going through this game, yes, they're tight. They have Jesse James now. Okay. I would sit Jesse James. Uh, Detroit will win handily. Okay, so um, we've got a mid-afternoon game, I guess you could say, the Texans and the Saints. Um, No. Both of these games are on Monday night. Oh, shit. Yes, I'm sorry. Houston. Hold on, wait. Then we have tomorrow's evening game, then Steelers and the Patriots. Yes, yeah, Steelers and the Patriots. It's going to be a barn burner. Edit that out. That was stupid. I'm not going to edit it out. <laughs> so, I suggest that you learn that from that. Yeah, that'll no, never, not to do it anymore. That'll, that'll never happen again. <laughs> I apologize. We're going to try to make that a thing. <laughs> totally no, did. No, it's not a thing. Uh, 50 point over under. Uh, they played last year, and it was an excellent game. Um, game is in New England. Start Brady. I pretty much said start. Well, I put a question mark next to Brady. Okay. One thing we always talk about with Tom Brady is that he's excellent for real football. Uh-huh. For fantasy production, he's just average. Right? Now, average could mean 16 to 18 fantasy yeah, points. Yeah, which could be good. Which is Fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's not going to get you that 22, 25 point. He's not that guy. He's going to throw consistent 250 yards and touchdowns. He's now that guy, okay. which is 18 fantasy points. Right? So if that's your – I mean, if you drafted him as your QB1, then he's your guy. A lot of people took him as their second quarterback as a just-in-case type of situation. Okay. Or if they punted the position to the last pick of the draft, that's who they ended up with. So if you got him and you have to start him, you should be fine. I feel like in a lot of my drafts, people were taking him like he was going to be their number one. Then those people didn't know what they were doing. Don't say that. <laughs> a lot of people know what they're doing. They just do it a little bit differently than you do. Sony Michelle. Okay. Josh Gordon. Okay. Julian Edelman. Okay. Start them all. All of them. Start them all. There was a picture today of all of those guys that I just named mm-hmm. with now Antonio Brown in the middle. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. Crazy. 
that that now is like they could easily win another Super Bowl with that roster. Okay, what about on on uh, uh, Pittsburgh side of the ball? Steelers gonna steal her. Um, you know uh, their offense has been the same pretty much for the last up ten years since Mike Tomlin has been coaching. So we know what we're going to get out of them. The question is, can Juju produce to Antonio Brown's level? I know we talked about that before, mm-hmm. and we both feel the same, that until we see it, we just don't know. That's, a, that's big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. As much as a, of a problem as he may have been, those are big, big shoes to fill. And so as much as I joke we'll around see. about his clowning, uh, Antonio Brown is fast. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's super fast. Fast kid a lot. Fast kid a lot. Fast kid a lot. Uh, you know, and he's and he's gonna go up and get it wherever the ball's at. Ben could trust that. Right. We don't know if Juju has that ability, and he got so much attention that Juju only had one defender on him last right. year that he had to shake it and was able to do easy work. Right. Now he's gonna be the guy. Right. Dante Moncrief is gonna be the guy that now gets to hang out over here in the flat and not really have to worry about it. Right. So we'll see if Juju's got the juice. Or not. And who do you think is going to win? Um, I th- I'm i giving it to the home team. I'm saying New England because they're at home. Is that who we have in our but game? But that game is going to be a tough one to call. I couldn't wow. tell you. I change my mind like three times throughout the week when I look at these games. Okay. So I've analyzed them a little bit more now. Um, start Big Ben, start Connor, start Juju. I would sit Vance McDonald in this game. I don't think he's going to have a very good game. Okay. And I have Moncrief in the middle because we don't know what that wide receiver two. We know he has the ability, but I don't know what that wide receiver two position is going to look like yet on that side. All right. All right. All right. So now we can get to Monday's games. Two more games. That's it. We've got the Texans and the Saints at 410. I don't know what, and that's Eastern time. I don't know why. Well, no, 410 is our time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that would be, yeah. Yeah, 4-10 would be like 1 in the, the afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, I thought about that because I said <laughs> it, and I was like, oh, no, that afternoon. can't be right. Not on a Monday. This game has a 53-point over-under. So Vegas thinks that the – I mean, we're talking about Deshaun Watson and Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? With big weapons. That's what I started looking yeah. at. Like, okay, you got Drew Brees. He's definitely going to be DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. You know what I mean? This is going to be – it's going to be a game. Um – Am I going to try to get off work early for this? I mean, I thought about it. <laughs> like, I held like, like, I'm going to go in at I gotta, 7. I got to go at 4. I got to leave early. Like, can I leave at 4? Man, can I come in at 6.30 to get off on time? <laughs> um, start, you're starting Breeze. You're starting Camaria. You're starting Thomas. Jared Cook. Jared Cook is going to be an amazing tight end this year. I just don't know if he's going to be an amazing tight end in this game. Well, I would. Why not? If we think it's going to be a shootout and everyone's going to get Houston work, doesn't why give do up a think? lot of points to the tight end. Okay. For some reason, they play that position well, um, mainly because probably their defense's line is pretty solid. Usually, the tight end is coming up in in, in uh, down and ends, which means they're going to the middle of the field, and those defenders are pretty solid on Houston. They play the tight end pretty well. I have him in the middle. I'm not saying don't start him. I just, I'm not sure. And then uh, Latavius Murray was another interesting one because we saw the relationship between Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara mm-hmm. last season, and they were both, they both had solid production. You could play either one, and you would be fine on the fantasy and yeah. things. I think that Murray's going to jump right into that Ingram role now that Ingram is gone, but I don't know yet. Um, if he does, and you see that, that's a guy that's in some leagues is still out there on waivers. Go get Latavius Murray because uh, I think he's going to be good this year. I do. I just I need to see the, the timeshare between the two, and I need to see that that's the role that he's playing in that offense to be sure. Mm-hmm. So remember, he was a starter for a lot of years yeah, and was and, fine. Yeah, in real life, but for fantasy, he wasn't somebody that you could rely on for production. He also wasn't in an offense like this. Okay, well, that could be true. And and I'm definitely open to that. I want that for him, and I want him to be successful in New Orleans. All I'm saying is, remember there's a difference between in real life football and fantasy. And right. if you want somebody who's going to produce for you and help yeah, you rack up wins... Like you said, I'm going to have to see. Okay. You know? All right. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Houston, you're starting Deshaun Watson. You're starting DeAndre Hopkins. I would definitely start Will Fuller. Uh, Watson and Fuller have an amazing 
long-range touchdown connection. Mm. He kills every year until he gets hurt, <laughs> which seems inevitable. This get, He gets hurt every single year. Uh, but until he gets hurt, his fantasy, his fantasy production is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> he scored a touchdown in each of the first five games last year and then did something to his knee. And then, and then it was but every time he's on the field, he scores. Okay. Start him. Sit Kiki QT. Okay. He's questionable anyway, but I don't know that he's going to have a big role in this game regardless. And I put Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde because now since Lamar Miller is out, mm-hmm. they're the one and two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen. A lot of people love Duke Johnson. I I've never I been do. sold on Duke Johnson. We've never talked about, we've never, like, discussed this before previously, but I'm with you on that. I'm never like, been sold. I don't sold. get it. I don't see but I don't understand. Maybe people he love just him. doesn't like me, so. Whatever. Uh, either way it goes, I don't know what that timeshare is going to look like. Um, and so until I see that shake out, I'm not touching it with a 10-foot pole. And who do you think is going to win? Um, I'm giving the game to New Orleans. And last but not least. Well, because we saved the best for last, of course. <laughs> they were the best about six hours ago until they lost their star wide receiver. A wide receiver ain't never made our team. You know what they should go get? Number 89 that they cut from Hard Knocks. That's what my dad said. They need a receiver? Yeah. Go pick that. That dude's waiting to play, and he was doing well. Yeah, he looked good. Um, Denver against Oakland in Oakland, 43 point over under. I don't think this game is going to be very impressive on either side of the ball. Um, you don't have faith in Carr? I, no. We had said it all, all off season. Antonio Brown's success was going to depend, depend on, on how which Derek Carr. Derek Carr. And, now, and now they don't even now have Antonio Brown. So now so. you know, know who their number one is? Tyrell Williams. Yeah. Now, granted, Tyrell Williams was great. As the three. <laughs> okay. Well, right? Well. As that as he was behind Mike Williams and behind, um, uh, I can see his face, with the um, with Phillip Rivers in them on the Chargers, the main receiver on the Chargers. Keenan Allen? Keenan Allen. Okay. He was behind Keenan Allen and Tyrell Williams. I mean, uh, Mike Williams. He was the third. Okay. And he played fine in that role. I don't know if he can be a one. Because he was going to be on the other side of Antonio, and that's he's fine mm. in that in that role where he can you know you assist. Know. He's Robin. Okay. Okay. I don't know that he can be Batman. Okay. So we're going to find out. And then they got Hunter. They got Renfro as their other wide receiver. Okay. Like, okay. Their <laughs> wide receiver core is so. Besides the fact that he looks like a jockey to me, I don't know how this hundred twenty pound. Five foot four man yep. has convinced everyone that he's five ten and one hundred ninety five pounds. Man, but it's nice in Clemson. He's it's his film. He is nice. Obviously, he can go out there. He can run and he can catch a he ball. Made the so team. he might surprise uh, us. Of course, those are the two I said to sit. Of course, I said to start Derek Carr. I said to start the rookie Josh Jacobs okay. and my start of the week. Uh oh, Darren Waller. Tight end <laughs> for the Oakland Raiders. Okay. Two touchdowns tomorrow. Okay. Two touchdowns. Well, we'll see how right you are in the next episode. He's going to ball. We're going to write that down. He's going to ball. And he might save the game for Oakland. Uh, on Denver's side of the ball, I said now, I said start Emmanuel Sanders and sit Cortland Sutton. Only because of what Cortland Sutton was last year. Okay. Yes, he's got a new quarterback, but I don't believe in Cortland Sutton. I believed in Cortland Sutton week after week after week last year. Yeah, no, you pulled and for he, him. Like I you, pulled, you, you rode for him. He, I said to start like, him multiple mm, weeks. It's not and shaking just, up for This that. is the perfect matchup for him to break out. No, no, still couldn't do it. So I don't think he's got the juice. Okay. I don't. Um, Flacco I have in the middle just because Flacco's getting old. And sometimes Flacco comes out. And plays well. Sometimes Flacco comes out and looks like post-Super Bowl Flacco where he just couldn't get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I need to see him in this offense. And then the running backs I have split. For some reason, a lot of people think that Philip Lindsay is not going to put up the production that he put up last year. Okay. And that Royce Freeman is going to take over that backfield. But that's kind of what people were saying last season. That's what, people, that's what it was yeah. supposed to look like. Yeah. And then here came Philip Lindsay and he balled out. I, I don't see why they would change that. Right. That works for that offense. He played amazing. So I think we're going to see more of the same. Okay. I say start Philip Lindsay and sit Royce Freeman. 
All right, and who do you think is going to win? You better not even think about not saying Oakland. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Oakland because they're at home, and they just got rid of a problem, and can now focus on them. Hopefully, we see the car that we need to see from two years ago. Okay. And they can get back true to form. All right. All of that sounds amazing. Uh, remember, uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Binge. You can find us on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Binge. Uh, if you're watching us, you already know that you can come see us on YouTube. And uh, football's always, back. It is back. I know, we're so excited. I am. We love Thursdays, Sundays, Mondays now. Red Zone. If you're not watching football on Red Zone, I don't know what you're doing. How do we close every show? May the odds be forever in your favor. favor.